Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning. Welcome in and welcome into my home and my home tarot practice here today. So good to have you join me as I sit down back with a cup of coffee and pull some cards today and see what energy is in the air for us today in life, in ourselves, in our relationships, how we can maybe come back to a our center, our center that is stable and kind of clear our channel of some blocks here. So, um, thinking, thinking about that, I'm like, what do I want to check in with you on today? Um, unsure, you know, I, I slept in a little bit, um, today I've been trying to do my podcast episodes around the 6.37 AM mark and it is 8.30 today. I just needed that extra hour and a half. I could not could not sleep last night. So I still needed my seven hours. Um, so, um, but, uh, probably because I had a little dental situation yesterday. Um, not a situation, a dental appointment for a little root canal, just a little root canal. Um, and my tooth was really tender, you know, it's pretty good, but I was really worried about, um, kind of clenching down on it last night while I slept um, and had to kind of put um, put one of those uh, teeth grinder uh, mechanisms in, you know, that separate your teeth and I was uncomfortable and, you know, all those things. So, um, yeah, so I got a little extra sleep this morning and, um, but I'm here. I made it to the table and uh i'm i i've had a full week um i've had some lovely people book in this week for uh 90 minute live tarot readings with me so it's been really great to kind of come back into a time where i'm actually sitting across the screen talking to people live pulling tarot but also just talking about all the other things that i um, talk about and that people want to bring, uh, to me and have me listen, have me share perspective, have me pull cards, have us, you know, relate, um, and just really talk things through. So, um, it's, it's been a busy week, but a a really great week. And I'm off for the weekend with my partner, um, to Cape Breton, which should be really great. Um, I cannot wait to drive and see all the fall colors. Although I know with the hurricane here, a lot of the leaves are off the trees. Um, which is unfortunate because where I grew up, um, the leaves fall off the trees extremely quickly in fall. So we often joke that, you know, it's fall for a week and then the trees are bare. Um, and you only get those colors, right? Those beautiful colors for such a short time. So I was really looking forward to out here because, you know, they're just known for holding these colors for 
quite a while here, uh, at least longer, longer than I'm used to. So um, we'll see what that's like on our drive. I'll take some pictures. You can follow along um, on Instagram. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at today, uh, thinking about that, thinking about, you know, work things and life things that need to happen before we take off, all of that stuff. What are you experiencing this week? What has been happening in your realm? What have you gotten up to? What's your head been up to? And uh, maybe even check in and and if you're alone, maybe you want to just start talking verbally for a second or pause, you know, this, this audio for just a second and check in like, where is my head at, my mind at, what's my heart saying, uh, what is my solar plexus sacral saying, you know, which is our instinct, by the way. Um, our instinct, our intuition, those areas in our guts, um, and then way down to the base of your spine in your hip area and places of, you know, how are you feeling in your body? Uh, what, what are you experiencing in those places of yourself today? Um, you may even decide to pause this and meditate on each spot, bring awareness to each area, and just record what you find, just be an observer and write down uh, what comes to you in that area. Uh, it's an interesting practice, uh, for sure. And it really helps us see um, that, one, all the parts of us are going and they have different intentions and, and um you know, they're all passengers in the car, just, you know, doing whatever they're doing. Um, and then the observer, the part of you that sat back and observed all this, that's your center. I know I don't talk about this a lot, but I believe that consciousness, which some people call the soul, and that part of us that can sit back and observe what's going on in you and, and translate that for you. Um, and see it, it it feels like nothing really, right? You close your eyes, you meditate and you maybe just notice your own thoughts or, um, notice what's going on in your body. Um, your center is the noticer. It doesn't feel like anything, but that's a good thing, right? Because it, it is not in the car. (laughs) It's not in the car. It is the car. It is the car. Everybody else is just passengers inside of it. Our center is the thing that we can securely attach to. It's the thing that can keep moving us forward, make sure we stop and pause when we need to. Um, For me, it's the engine of my life. And it is what I securely attach to in myself because my body, mind, instinct, heart, they get up to so much. (laughs) They get up to so much. And this relates today, so let's get into the cards and um, and talk about this. <clears throat> because this is a complex issue I want to bring up today. But don't worry, I'm going to ground it. Um, powerlessness. Powerlessness, the feeling of it. When it's out of integrity and when it is um, surrender surrender, right? There's a few different types of powerlessness. 
And um, I think that, that a certain kind, as in surrender and acceptance, um, serves us. And then there's another kind um, of powerlessness that does not serve us, which is a denial of, of the kind of action we can take and that we can't um, choose something. We don't have choices. Um, so cards today on this, the self-abandoned card is the King of Wands who sits on his throne with his wand overlooking everything, um, often in a desert type environment. And our self-returning card is the eight of swords, which is a card of, um, swords all in a ground that is peppered with puddles and somebody tied up with a blindfold, but they're tied up quite loosely, but it still looks like, you know, they're stuck there. Yeah. And, um, there's a gray background and kind of a home on a cliff in the far distance. And so to me, these cards today spoke of the way we respond to powerlessness, the way we respond to that feeling that we don't have any control here. Um, and how to surrender, how to surrender. So let me just talk about powerlessness in both these cards um, and powerfulness. Um, in the King of Wands, this is, at least in my estimation today, that the King of Wands is, is self-abandoned because it moves into a space of taking control of situations and taking control of life. And sometimes this is great, right? This can be a real card of being a leader in your own life. It can be a card of holding your vision for the future, holding your vision of, you know, what life you're heading towards. Um, and it can be about that boldness of action that really makes that happen. But at the same time, the King of Wands can really denote someone who's being forceful, who is, funnily enough, at the same time, feeling powerless, but being domineering. I can say that again, feeling powerless, but being domineering. And so when we face something in our lives, which I think we might be today, whether it feels like facing something or it feels like being in a relational situation where, you know, it, you feel powerless, you feel like nothing's changing. You really don't know how to quote, solve what's going on don't know how to make it better. Um, or you're in a situation that desperately needs to change. And you know that, right? And yet you feel powerless in the situation. And this can be just 
from life circumstances, there are just legitimately things that we don't have control over. We can't change another person's behavior. We, you know, anything that has to do with them, we actually can't change that for them. Uh, things like that. And then of course, as much as we want to improve a relationship or say, create the next stage, if you're in a good place and, you know, cause I know sometimes our minds go to like, you know, maybe the harder parts of relationships, but maybe this is about wanting to get to the next phase, something wonderful. And it still also feels like powerlessness to you. It feels like you can't seem to create this in your life. Um, you can't seem to maybe get your partner on board or, you know, life just kind of keeps standing in the way. Maybe you want to, you know, um, get married. Maybe you want to have children. Maybe you want to buy a house. Maybe you want to move from just seeing somebody, um, into a more serious relationship. Maybe you haven't met anybody yet and you're trying to meet someone that you can, you know, find some, some dating goodness in, and it just isn't, uh, materializing because of course we can't control the other person. And because we can't control the other person, we don't have power over um, the dynamic at play between two people, right? It takes two and um, we can only contribute our part. They can only contribute theirs and kind of see how that works together. And so with the King of Wands here, I want to really point out that in self-abandon, there's a reactivity today, a reactivity. And the reactivity goes deep down. I know, right? Surrender is always in us. It's always a knowing. We know we must surrender to the fact that we have no power, you know, not no power. Sorry. Just like not power over. We don't have the power to really change this exactly into what we want. You know, relationships are not the same as um, other things in life where the power is in our control. You know, you have two to three people, maybe, uh, depending on, you know, your relational lifestyle and choices. And you just don't know how those dynamics will mold together, meld together. Um, when we feel powerless like that, and we're reactive. This is about noticing where we're trying to control things today. And so watching the, yourself take these actions that are trying to change the situation. And this is going to look different for different people, right? I say domineering for some people that might look like trying to micromanage their partner or just life around the situation, right? It doesn't always have to be towards the partner, but trying to control all the little variables of it around that person, exactly what restaurant you go to, exactly what you wear, um, so that you're micromanaging what they see of you. And so control, you know, it doesn't always show up the way we think of with the dominating kind of leader. It can be subtle, it's really subtle. We control what they see. We control what they hear. And so we're overthinking what we say. We're controlling their view of us. 
Um, sometimes we are controlling, you know, um, our house, you know, we relate maybe our home to people sticking around or different things happening in the relationship. So we start micromanaging our home and what our home looks like and, and all of those things. And, you know, we, we do this all in very different ways, but it's a response to powerlessness. And the response is, is if I can just take the right action here, right? If I can just send the right message, if I can just be the right energy, right? Then we start micromanaging ourselves, thinking it will then control them and control their responses. It's just a whole thing, folks. Um, you know, that that is our reactivity to powerlessness. We, we, we start to take action that is embedded in this powerlessness as a fight against it. And I've been talking a lot lately here online about being with reality is, is often the easier route, even though it doesn't feel like it. Because in this situation, because we don't surrender to the reality that, well, we can't control what the other person thinks of us will choose to do we can't choose exactly how this relationship will go uh, because they need their input too um deep down we know we're powerless and that can be a good thing because it can make us step into surrendering to reality and that then opens doors of what should happen next and then we're communing and listening with our path right with with what is in front of us and available and then we find our power of what will i choose here right what will i choose to do when we're not we're fighting against it and surrender feels scary and so we rather start to micromanage manage start to control start to take action for what that long-term desire we have is in this relationship. And uh, so very important today to surrender to reality so that you're not micromanaging yourself, you're not micromanaging your home, um, you're not micromanaging their experience of you. Um, Just be who you are. Right, And I know that's so much easier said than done, but this is about being really sensitive to the ways that we control our image, the ways that we take action that aren't honest. You know, it reminds me of people who try to show up and, you know, we do this all the time. We try to be in a good mood for people when really we're not in a good mood. And so accepting reality isn't taking it out on someone but you're allowed to show up around people and not bring be the bringer of joy. Um, and there's lots of nuances to that. But I'm speaking mostly to a partner or people that we want to be intimate with. You know, we can control exactly how much they see and we can decide, you know, to say to someone, honestly, I, you know, I don't feel in a fun mood. And that's okay, but I would still like to do this thing that is fun, you know, because, you know, I just, I just want to choose that for myself because I'm not feeling 
fun, but it's, it's about honesty, right? It's about still the acceptance of what's really going on. You know, we don't have to pretend, but we do get to choose. And that brings us into this Eight of Swords. And this Eight of Swords is like a card that I I kind of actually love, um, but really grinds on me. See, we're so sensitive to this powerlessness. We're so sensitive to the fact that surrender is always right there and it's scary and we fight against it. Um, and so in self-returning, our response could be instead of reactivity, repression. I have no choice here. I can't do anything. I'm stuck in this. I have no way out. Right. And it gets into a bit of that self deprecation, that powerlessness. Instead of powerlessness over the situation, which is King of Wands, it's like, I, I can't control the situation. So I'm going to act start acting in certain ways to change the situation, which again can be a good thing, um, but can also get into that self-abandon if it's kind of false action or uh, fearful action. And the, the self-returning is admitting that we feel powerless, that we feel stuck in this, that we deep down kind of understand that we can't just exert action and expect exactly what we want in return. I mean, I'm sure it will, our action impacts people. Don't get me wrong. It impacts people and it impacts our life and it impacts the situation. But with King of Wands, the micromanaging, it's, it's usually not the response, not the outcome we necessarily wanted. And if it looks like the outcome, it often doesn't end up feeling like the outcome we wanted. So whatever that is like in your relationship, it's like you finally get the thing you were saying you wanted and it does not feel good. It's like, oh, you know, I wanted this, this, I wanted to live with you. I, I, I wanted to build a home with you. I wanted this and it does not feel the way I wanted. And I really forced it. You know, I was the one that pushed it forward. I was the one that micromanaged life to have this outcome instead of surrendering and letting that timeline and those situations occur naturally. And so with eight of swords, what I see as one, it's a sign of repression. So we can repress the choices we actually have. This can be the person who knows they're powerless. And instead of surrendering to reality and seeing where they can act and act in integrity, not act to manipulate, but act for what they need, right? change the things they can change, um, take action that they can take, but not to kind of force a certain situation forward um, that doesn't feel, you know, like that's all on us. You know, if we're with other people, that relationship we're having is not just on us. Um, and this can be someone who freezes up in that situation, right? It's a little bit fight flight today right? The king of wands is the fight. I'm willing to, to establish action that always moves me forward, no matter what, always moves us forward, no matter what, without considering whether that's 
correct for us right now. And um, the Eight of Swords is like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to isolate. I'm going to pretend that I don't get a choice here. I'm going to put all my power into another person's hands and not going to look at the choices that I have. Now, this is self-returning. So I just wanted to say that there's other ways of responding to powerlessness, you know, and it's the repression of having any power whatsoever. So the King of Wands is I have all the power as a response and the Eight of Swords is I have no power here. But I think the Eight of Swords is in our self-returning because this is a moment, right? The Eight of Swords is a moment where we get to stop what we're doing. We, we get to stop taking action and that is closer to surrender, <laughs> than, um, you know, reactivity. And so what we do want to do is we, we do have to admit our own powerless over this situation today, that we can't force this person, that we can't make this situation be something it's not. We can fight against it. And I would tell you, relationships can go on for years like that with us fighting against it, but it is exhausting work and it's self-abandoning work often. Um, and it's us taking on way more responsibility for something that's only our actions, you know, are our responsibility, but how that goes when it merges with another's energy in a relationship, you know, we, we really can't guess how that will go sometimes. I, I mean, yeah. Um, and so I think there's just this ability to, to surrender, you know, I, I don't, know what's coming. And it's not my job to take action for something that hasn't arrived at my door yet, you know, and it's not my job to micromanage how this person sees me, you know, and in fact, sometimes it's the moments we stop and we be vulnerable and we come back to our humanness around someone that, that, that vulnerability reconnects us, right? And in a soft way, not a reactive way, just, just owning how we feel for ourselves, just sharing it as if you would to a friend. Um, and I, I think the eight of swords here is, is always here to remind us that there are choices we can make, even when we admit that we don't have the kind of power we would like to have in this situation. See, the person in this card, even though they are bound up and their swords everywhere, when we look close, there are choices there. There are choices there. This person, these, these binds are not that tight. They can shimmy out of them, right? They can take off the blindfold. They can move away from these swords because they're not actually locked in by them. It's all in their own head. And so what can happen when we're the kind of powerless that shuts down and even becomes a little bit of a victim to the circumstances of their life, as in they just say, well, I can't do anything about this. I guess I just have to live this way. Um, I just, I just have to accept this relationship as it is that that's actually not quite what it is. The surrender is my partner is who they are. They, they are who they are. They're doing what they're doing. 
Um, and that's the surrender. And our relationship is the way our relationship is right now. There's nothing different on the table today than this. You know, it doesn't matter what will happen in the future. It didn't matter what I, what's in the past. Here's where reality is today in my relationship. Here's what you're like. Here's what I'm like. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what you're doing. And this is the effect we're having. And this is our life, you know. And so surrender is just about accepting reality. And the moment we can accept reality and access to all the choices we didn't see, slowly starts to creep in. And I experience this a lot, and that's why I I try to practice surrender instead of reacting with control and micromanaging and kind of, you know, all those things. Because there is choice in the powerlessness, but what there also isn't is struggle. And so the King of Wands struggles against reality because he's trying to make it different through his actions. The Eight of Swords person, when they shimmy out of their blindfold and their binds, accepts where they are, goes quiet, accepts where they are, and notices my binds are loose. I can choose to step out of them. My hands are free. I can choose to take off the blindfold. These swords are not actually keeping me in. I can choose to walk in any direction here. Notice the choices in that that aren't struggle. They're just available. They're just available. And so today when we actually accept what we are powerless over in our relationship, you know, our partner and often the timeline of things and how our partner even views us or that person that we want to date views us when we accept powerlessness, but don't accept that we don't have power, right? It's we accept powerlessness where it is and we accept our choices and our power where they are. Then it is very simple to act, because we just see where it's available. It's right here. I can walk away, right? It's right here. I can do this. When my partner's doing that, I can fight against that or I can do this. That's like totally available to me in that moment. And so that is what we're looking for today. We're looking for, we're, we're surrendering we're st- and surrendering. We don't struggle, right? Surrendering is I'm no longer fighting this. It is what it is. I'm not struggling against this anymore. I'm trying to, I'm not trying to make this any, a different situation. I'm dropping the stories and we talk about changing our story, but only a few people I know. And I love when people do talk about the fact that we don't make up another story. We talk about what, what story do you want to tell? I say, and some people say, drop the stories altogether. It's not your job to interpret life. It is not our job to interpret life. It's just our job to live it, right? You don't need another story. Another story is going to lead to another thing you're going to have to surrender down the road, which is that story you just recreated from the old one. Drop the stories. Be where you are right now. Notice the choices, Accept reality and everything 
around you that is as it is. And notice where you have choice right now. What can you do right now? Can you can you decide, you know, if you want to be in this relationship, can you decide if you want to go do the thing and maybe your partner is going to be left behind? Can you decide to reach out to that person who hasn't reached out to you? Can you decide to move on with your day? What can you decide, right? And so that's where we are. We're going to be really sensitive today to, am I surrendering? Am I accepting what I don't have power over? And in that, can I see the choices that I can make? Like right now, right, right now. Because we are powerful, but we aren't all powerful, (laughs) you know? And I think that, you know, I talk to people a lot about self-help being really hyper-individualized right now. Um, Self-help right now is I am the the God. I am the all seeing, you know, person in my life. I am all powerful. And, um, that's a lot of pressure because it's actually simply not true. Um, you don't have power over others. You, people who are in business will tell you, even if they set a goal, they don't always have power to make that goal exactly what they wanted to make it right? Sometimes things just don't materialize no matter how hard we work. Um, There are just things in this world when we interact and co-create with the world or in our relationship that we just cannot force the outcome of. And like I said, sometimes we do. And then why doesn't this feel good? You know, and um, so it's to me, you know, we're dropping stories. We're dropping that hyper-individualization that, you know, we are all powerful. It's just, I am powerful, but I don't have power over you, right? I am powerful, but I don't have power over you. And we have to make that distinction. And when I say you, that can be the person you're with, the person you're trying to date, that can be your business, right? I think of that like, I'm all powerful, but I don't have power over my business and every little exact thing I want from it. So I'm going to stop there because what a topic. Um, I love talking deeply with you in these cards. Um, Thank you for joining me and just, you know, get quiet, be sensitive, take slow action um, that is in your control instead of reactive action or repressive non-action today, especially when it comes to your relationship. Just remember you have choice here, but the choices available that are correct for you are probably on the other side of accepting your reality as it is. Those are the choices we need to be making today, not the ones uh, that are motivated by trying to change what we cannot change. So I care about you. Take care and I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. 
If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.